James's Saturday Show. Fantastic classics, artist interviews, and brand new music. James's Saturday Show on IndieLive.radio. Good morning, lads. Morning. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. So, which one am I speaking to now? Paul Kelly. Paul. Good morning, Paul. How are you? Good morning. I'm good, thanks. Good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you very much for asking. Is Ross there as well? Yeah, I'm here. Good morning, Ross. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks. Great stuff. Great stuff. Well, listen, guys, thanks very much for uh, agreeing to do this uh, with me. Um, thank you very much for getting the uh, new uh, release out to me. I uh, had a listen to it before uh, we came to do the Zoom interview today. And I have to say, guys, really, really liked it. Thanks very much. Thanks very much. Very much. <laughs> so in terms of the, the Frontiers, how many of you is there in the uh, in the band? There's three in total. Um, so myself, I'm Keir Mitchell, I'm the lead singer. And then you've got Ross, who's the lead guitarist, and uh, Paul, who's the, the drummer. So there's three in total. Good stuff. And I'm are you all... Currently, I'm man down after James decided to, um, he was had enough for the moment, but uh, hopefully we'll uh, manage to kind of get uh, another kind of bass guitar playing for when we can start actually playing live again, which is yeah. um, oh, cool, cool. Maybe not at the moment, but <laughs> so are you all kind of local in Ersherlin? Yeah, I we're, we're from Cumnock, uh, originally in East Ayrshire, so um, we all we all stay, you know. Paul stays in Kilmarnock, uh, but it's it's relatively close, so it's quite good. Obviously, when we could meet up for practices, etc. So, um, but with with COVID at the moment, it's just completely blew things out of the water. Yeah, it certainly has. <laughs> so, in terms of the you know the COVID and not being able to do um, live performance, has that had a huge impact for you guys, or has that allowed you to explore more from a recording perspective? Bit of both, obviously. Like live and and even meeting up, we've uh, we can we've been able to meet up when it's been safe, relatively. But yeah, we've been completely unable to kind of reach people in that kind of sense of playing in front of them. But it's given us an opportunity to kind of find different ways to be able to kind of almost simulate that kind of experience through things like Facebook Live or face um, making videos for Facebook and. Um, even recording uh, this uh, song that we've just done, it makes everything a bit harder when you we can you only you can only meet up like once every two weeks, once every month or whatever. But um, it's been quite an experience to take the the problems that is presented and kind of make that uh, something that we can work around. Yeah, I must admit I've been finding that with everybody I've been speaking to, especially if there's uh, more than one artist there, the, yeah. the logistics of getting everybody together to to record mm-hmm. stuff um, has presented a few challenges to people. Definitely, I mean, like, see, with the tune we've just you know um, recorded, uh, Daydream. It's like, as Ross said, it has presented challenges, but there was something quite the challenge in itself was quite endearing and the fact that we were all in our own, you know, houses and we still managed to get a track down. We obviously you need to have the equipment, but it's it's certainly been a challenge that's been quite exciting and I've quite liked it. Uh, a different experience, but um hopefully as as Ross said, you know, it, when things get back to normal we can play it live because it's it's hard creating a tune and not being able to actually play it live to people. <laughs> That's like the whole reason to why you make it. So hopefully it's not too much longer. 
uh, it's going to be interesting to see how we can convert what it actually is um, recorded into like something live that we could play with only four folk because it has been quite well because we're recording it just like um, you're not really thinking about how um, like four instruments could play it so it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see how we can kind of take something because we've never really did that before most of the songs that we've made before this have all been made in a kind of jammed session type mm-hmm. way where we've been playing live um, together so it's made a kind of different that'll be I suppose a challenge uh, in the future um, to see how we can do that as well yeah I mean one of the great advantages if you like from this whole experience is the fact that because technology is such that it is so much easier in many ways to be doing the recordings remotely and then for it all to be brought together and then all mixed down into something when i first started um everything was done on real to real tape <laughs> and that was an absolute nightmare it took forever to get anything done you know and you just couldn't have done what you guys are doing yeah, I, I think technology is just a massive, massive part. I mean, we, we were actually lucky in the in the sense of, without realising it, we, we had most of the, the technology, you know, the recording mics, the software before we before lockdown. So it would actually probably be a bit harder, I think, to try and acquire all the the, the things you need. Um, you know, if 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 we didn't have it already, so it's it's been a bit of a stroke of luck as well. But as you said, you know. If it wasn't for the technology we had, it just wouldn't be possible. So, um, if anything, it's I think it's made us understand the recording process a lot more. Where normally we would, you know, just rock up to a studio and and we'd be playing the instruments. Where this time, you know, we're, we're doing the full production. So it's been a a good learning process as well. Yeah, um, I noticed that Paul is playing the traditional drummer role here and and being fairly silent. Are, are you often kept out of conversations, Paul? Sorry, are you often kept out of conversations being the drummer? <laughs> no, not at all. Just maybe I'm not as kind of music savvy as like Sir Ross and Kieran that perspective. Mm-hmm. So, um, so let's think about some of the music, because um, obviously I've featured you guys a few times now on the the Saturday show um, that I do on Indie Live Radio, yeah. um, and I must admit the first time I was playing um, your stuff, and I, I picked it up on Spotify, I seen my way, and the first thought I had was, "Don't tell me this is somebody else doing a cover of the Frank <laughs> song." <laughs> And do you know what? I was so pleased that it was a completely different song altogether. Yeah, I, I mean, my, my way's like, you know, we're we're quite well known in in Glasgow and things. Obviously, we in the, the music scene for been uh, you know quite alternative kind mm. of rock style. But I think my way. Uh, for us, with the conversation of every great band's always had some sort of ballad etc you know mm-hmm. like so it was so uh, it, but but when I, uh, again you know my way and and every song that's on in spotify has apart from daydream obviously that's uh, still to be fully released has just came from you know jamming so i think when you when you, with my way because it was so stripped back and you know acoustic etc i think it really worked in the sense of it gave a, a feeling that you were in the room whilst mm-hmm. it's being played yeah, I was really interested as well um, on the the interlude track because that's quite unusual for 
somebody to produce something so short and you know to put it out on a release. Yeah, that was an accident, basically. Um, <laughs> we were waiting when we were getting into record. Um, we were basically waiting on uh, the the drums getting set up because uh, the, the drum kit was already set up, but we um, had to set up some of the mics or uh, this uh, get the snare sounding right or whatever. Yeah. Um, and Kier just had this weird wee riff that just looped. Uh, and then the guy that was uh, doing the recording for us just kind of started recording it. And then I was just playing over the top of it. And it was just something that kind of, uh, we just did it because we were waiting <laughs> for it to happen. And then we, uh, after it was done, it was kind of, um, it was just there. So we were just like, oh, well, just stick it up as well alongside yeah. and, uh, because we just thought it was quite cool. Yeah. Um, I was wondering uh, when I first was listening to it if maybe you were kind of harking back to the very early days of recording music when the standard uh, was nothing more than two minutes. I don't know if you guys were aware of that. <laughs> no, I certainly was not though. I mean, like, she would interlude, like, you know, bands such as, like, the, the Snuts and, and, and things who, you know, who are just ahead of us, you know, uh, uh, in the music scene, they, they've all, you know, included a, an interlude and we had a review where, you know, somebody come on and said, you know, that, and it was quite a nice thing, like, you know, young bands try and make the music, but when something, you know, quite interesting um, and, and experimental, like an interlude's put in, you know, they're serious about it and it's no, I think that's the thing, you know, we're, we're all young boys, you know, for the same area, but we're not scared in saying that, you know, we're, we're not here just to, to, you know, make music just for ourselves. We really want to try and have a go at it. And, you know, it's a hard, hard industry, but I think, you know, if you've got the means to do it, then why not? Yeah. I mean, if we had hours and hours, I could regale you with tales of just how difficult the business is. I've been in it for <laughs> a very, very long time. Yeah. I think I've seen just about everything that can possibly happen or go wrong. Oh, there's Paul switched on his uh, camera as well. <laughs> I have just realised how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's have a wee think about the, uh, the tracks. So, um, Another one that I was really quite interested with uh, was In-Laws. Now, the reason that it kind of attracted me was, you know, there's the old comedian thing, you know, where they always make jokes about their in-laws and their mother-in-laws. Um, yeah. Was there a little bit of that when the song was getting written, you know? Uh, that was that was entirely what it was. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember, um, normally when I, whenever I've come up with like any kind of lyric type thing, it's always been one line mm -hmm. um, that's just been building up the entire song, and I don't remember what the first line for that was, but I, I, I don't know why it when it became um, something about some fictional story about some loser who hates his in laws. <laughs> uh, I don't know how it managed to uh, finally become a full song, but um, it's, it's on there. <laughs> it certainly it certainly posed a few questions for those that uh, in the band that have partners. <laughs> so um, you know. It, you know, they were getting the joke of, you know, the, the actual real-life in-laws going, is this about me? <laughs> so, it's uh, by no means autobiographical. It's <laughs> and um, the other ones that uh, we've done, so uh, Sober Again, <laughs> is that biographical, autobiographical? Is that based on anyone or is it just based on lots of people you know that get drunk? <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, I'm quite known for uh, for for uh, the that the meaning of sober again. So, um, I, I, you know, it's that's the thing. It's it's quite. We thought 
we've got my way, we've got in-laws, you know. And so again was the first one we really come up with. And it was really just a light-hearted kind of joke to start with. You know, I think I had turned up a wee bit worse for weather one day to practice <laughs> and started playing a few uh, chords. And, uh, you know, the next thing you know, as I say again, it all comes for jamming for us. So and and, and mm-hmm. but you know it, it it was a it's a it's good to perform live because I think everybody in the crowd when they've got a drink in their hand, it's like you know everybody just can understand it. So it's a uh, it's quite a good one, and and I, and I really like playing it. There's nothing complicated about it. It's uh, yeah. you know it, it just gets your head bopping, and I quite like that. Yeah, it's probably the complete antithesis of that in-laws one, uh, which is probably. I maybe over engineer everything compared to uh, everybody else, uh, where you just bring in a couple of chords and then it's mm-hmm. uh, it resonates, and then I have to always have to pick my brain to try and make everything as complicated as I can, uh, which made that <laughs> in-laws one quite hard to uh, to record. So, in terms of the writing songs, etc., uh, is it collaborative, or is it very much that individuals will come up with something and then you'll explore it as a group? Um, well, it's um, it's not as if, you know, I mean, I, I hate to go mainstream here, but just for example's sake, how Oasis had Noel Gallagher who just controlled everything. It's not like that at all. It's, uh, you know, a lot of the time, you know, it is me and Ross that might come up with the music. However, you know, Paul will then shout in, you know, oh, I've got an idea for this solo or, you know, I've got an idea to slow it down. And it just, somebody will have an idea, but it's, not very often someone comes to the band uh, with a full song already written. Mm-hmm. Um, it's normally, it normally comes for a chorus, a riff, uh, and that's quite interesting. And a lot of the time, Ross will create, you know, the actual uh, music and, and the chords, but I, I find it quite easier to uh, put lyrics to someone else's music than my own. I don't know if it's just a brain block for me when I when I make my own music, but mm. if Ross comes and says, listen, I've got this riff, for some reason, I want the lyrics when we're recording just come off the top of my head. I don't sit and have a pen and paper. It's very much, you know, freestyling, free really. Yeah. And then we pick, you know, we pick for, for that what we want. So it's a, it's, I would say it's a good effort from everybody, you know. Yeah. And so, Paul, in terms of the, the drumming input then, um, do you sort of work off of them when they give you an idea or do you pick up the drum beats, you know, and drive it as it were? Uh, I would say I can have try and work off the music, kind of try and work off them to figure out what I'm going to going to play, but yeah. uh, I'm also that. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's varied a bit between the, the different songs because um, some of the songs were already kind of fully realised uh, by the time Paul had come in um, yeah. and then some of the, 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 the songs later kind of, um, so there's maybe more kind of for the ones that had already been finished, was kind of just falling off the music that had already been made, and with the newer ones, um, uh, there was kind of more opportunity to kind of uh, change how he wanted to play it uh, yeah. compared, compared to the old ones. Yeah, I mean, I, I played in a, I played in a traditional Cayley band. I played the bowra, so I understand the frustrations of drummers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I used to always try and think of a, a kind of new way of doing a drum beat. 
um, for some of the more traditional things that we were doing, not stuff that we were writing, but the more traditional ones that we would cover to try and make it, you know, a individual, if you like, mm-hmm. and not what everybody else was doing, you know. So I'm mm-hmm. very keen on listening to what drummers have to say in relation to their input to bands. Not that I'm not <laughs> interested in the rest of the guys, but <laughs> <laughs> I think we all no, down our own weekend of roads, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's interesting, and for me, you know, like, I'm not just saying this, like, Paul, Paul very much is, you know, he works qu- quietly, but you know when he's come up with an idea, because a lot of the time, it will be freestyling, you know, just jamming away, and he'll just put, you know, his idea into the song without telling you, and then I'll be like, whoa, 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 that was good, we need to keep that. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's... When me and Ross are maybe a, a wee bit more talkative and we'll really sit down, you know, and structure things, Paul's are really good at just flinging things in uh, in the moment. And, and I think that's actually to be really appreciated, you know, like how quick somebody can come up with something like that. Yeah. And have you always um, been friends that played music or did you perform with other bands and then kind of come together? Um. Well, me and Ross have knew each other since uh, off primary, primary school, uh, um, and we went. Obviously, we grew up and went through the same school. And at the school, we done we both done our higher music, etc. So we got we both played guitar and we both done our exams. And then you know, us one day I just said to Ross, you know, listen, maybe we'll try and maybe get a few gigs together. I was doing singing and uh, guitar for my exams and. It was just me and Ross in the beginning, and we, and we got a few gigs locally, you know, at charity events and things. And uh, and then obviously J, uh, Ross's uh, father knew Paul's uh, uh, father, so we got in touch with Paul that way. Um, so and, and Paul came over and just it just fit it in straight away. It, it was actually quite strange, you know. And when we met Paul, it was as if we'd known him for a long time, and I think that's why it's worked so well, you know. Mm-hmm. Because of course you always have the the uh, the traditional thing with groups. Um, if they've been together for long periods, there can be you know friction builds up yeah. time. <laughs> um, and I, I I speak from personal experience because I know when the Kelly band that I was in hit ended so acrimoniously, it's it's unreal. Um, and I always stayed out of you know all of those kind of arguments, as it were. Um, yeah did my own thing. I did a lot more of the technical side of stuff as well, so that allowed me yeah. to you know, be away from it, you know? I don't get me wrong, like, you know, we've had experiences, and, and, and there's always times maybe, you know, you feel, oh, this would be good to maybe put in a song, and, you know, maybe Ross would say, no, I don't, I, th- I think it'll be that way, or this way, and it's, but I think, you know, it's, it's a band effort, and I think when you get to the point that you're just bickering over something, you know, so small, I think that's when bands start to kind of fall away. And, you yeah. know, you can understand it. I think it's the, the effort to strive for perfection that does that to people, but try and keep it light-hearted, you know, and, and we all get on brilliantly, so it's um, hopefully it never comes <laughs> comes to anything like that. <laughs> well, I've always believed that uh, you, you've got to enjoy what you're doing, you know, and if you enjoy what you're doing, then you shouldn't really fall into that trap of always fighting with one another. And I think when yeah. that happens with bands, as you say, it's, it's usually over something minor, um, but it's a frustration that's been built up over time, you know? I think, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i sure Paul and Ross won't mind me saying, like, I'm, 
you know, I'm quite the organiser. I like to, you know, send my music out, get things going. And I think it's good the fact that Ross and Paul are maybe that slightly more laid back. Uh, you know, Ross will really focus on the music and that I'll be like, right, that's, that's fine. And, you know, I'll obviously put my input, but um, before we kind of signed to our management, um, you know, I, I was quite the organiser. I was quite political. I was quite on the dot. I had a diary and things like that where, you know, Paul will rock up and just, and, and, and he does his thing. And I think that's really to be appreciated because, you know, it's not that anyone's wanting to take control, but it's just, he's happy, just he's there for the music. And I think that's good as well. You know, it's it can be, it can be, you know, quite uh, different when you start to get embroiled in the, all the, the different logistics. But there's something to be appreciated when, when somebody just loves turning up and playing. And that, that's what I love about the boys. We all bring something different, you know. In terms of the when and inverted commas, uh, you might get back to playing live. Do you guys have any kind of idea of your of your own when you think it might happen? Not necessarily when it will happen, but when you think it might happen. Uh, I guess it's just a, a guessing game. I mean, like I think it'd be good to get you know a few gigs in, even if it's like you know social distance and mm. and certain places, and you know, there's only a, a limited amount of tickets. Uh, I think it would still be good. Uh, you know, obviously, Ross has uh, had a flat in, in Glasgow and things, and it, it would always maybe go, there's the opportunity to go there, you know, if you were playing a gig, but just it's the complications, not even in the gig after it, you know, that's, yeah. that's the, the travelling and things is, is different. You know, we stay a good 45 minutes away from like, Glasgow, so it's, uh, it depends on the, the restrictions and things, but I'm, I'm hoping it's not too soon because obviously the industry has struggled. Mm-hmm. I mean, I we I had a discussion with some of the other guys at Indie Live Radio about it, uh, and my personal opinion is that I don't see anything like live performance happening until probably late summer this year. Yeah. Um, I think that's realistic. Yeah, um, I know a few other people are like, oh, no, I think it will be, you know, sort of Easter time, you know, so on and so forth, and I'm like, nah, ain't going to happen. I think... The, the biggest thing that's going to need to happen will be for most people to get vaccinated to mm. a certain level and then they can start to think about, you know, allowing people into various places to mix. Which yeah. kind of brings me on to the wee idea and I'm hoping you guys would be up for it. I'm in the process of uh, putting together a wee sort of showcase event um, for everybody that I've featured on the Indie Live radio show that I do. It will probably be later this year, and by later this year, I'm talking about maybe autumn, winter time kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping we have a quite a good connection with a few places in Glasgow that we could, you know, host it in, um, and I'm mm-hmm. hoping to get one of them to give us the venue free grants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, that is the class, aye? Yeah. I'll be both. Yeah, because I say I, I think it's not only is it important for me to do what I'm doing on the radio by featuring guys like yourself, you know, who a lot of people might not know about. But I think once all this gets, you know, sorted out, it's going to be even more important for you to get out there um to as yeah. wide an audience as possible, you know. Yeah, no, I, I mean absolutely. And it's just you know, like, we love making music, but we live for playing. There's there's no better feeling than than been up there and I remember when we started I mean we were full of nerves and then see when you just walk out on the on that stage well for me personally it just completely goes and I missed that feeling it was like adrenaline and it's uh, 
a feeling like you only get playing live and and I miss that. You know, that's what I personally play for. I don't play for actually like obviously making the music is you need music to play, but it's the it's the live aspect I like. I think there's nothing better than live performance. Um I love doing it. Um, you know, I hated if we went into the studio, but if we were on stage, that's where I got my buzz as well. Yeah. Um, you know, because you've got that instant feedback for the audience. No, definitely. Right. So we're almost out of time. So very quickly for the three of you, what would be your wish for 2021 going forward? Ross? Wish in general or? Yeah, in general. Music? I think if you just need a kind of sense of normalcy, just kind of getting back to being able to see not just the same like three folk every day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is, um, I think that's the main thing that everybody is kind of looking for again. You're lucky, three people. Jordan Bennett. <laughs> yeah. Like I see every day as myself. Paul, <laughs> what about you? Pretty much exactly the same. I just want a bit of kind of normal, normal aspect to my life again. Still a bit weird, just working and then in the house for the rest of the night, doing nothing. <laughs> and here. I, I mean, obviously, it's I'd like things to get back to normal, but you know. Taking it another road, like a true daydream, you know, we put it on, you know, TikTok and things just for a for a, a, a laugh, and that's that's went really really well. You know, there's been really a lot of people uh, taking up on the trend as they do on their dancing to certain yeah. songs. So I'm hoping that we're gonna be get a wee bit of success off that. You know, so you never know. It's but it, it'd be good to get some sort of success with the difficult times we've faced. So yeah. and whether that's you know a song doing well or on the radio, then that's fine. Yeah, well, listen, guys, thank you very much for taking the time to uh, have a chat with me this morning. Keep doing what you're doing because what you're doing is bloody great. And thank you. Uh, thank you keep sending it to me. I'll certainly keep playing it. There's no doubt about it. Thanks a lot. Thanks very Bye. much. Thanks, James. Bye. Thank you. Okay, so how do you get in touch with me here at the Saturday Show? Well, it's very, very simple. You can tweet me at JE Saturday Show or at Indie Live Radio. You can send me a message to our page on Facebook, Indie Live Radio. Why not join us on the Discord chat live during the show? Go to the website, indielive.radio, and sign up to the Discord chat channel. You can text the show, 07849 162250 that's 07849162250 you can email me at the show and if you are a musical artist singer band etc you email james.saturdayshow at gmail.com with a sample of your music and uh, we can arrange to have it played on air for you we have our own facebook page and any interviews a new artist that i will be featuring will be posted up on there also james's saturday show fantastic classics artist interviews and brand new music james's saturday show on indie